This podcast was produced at the first Dimes workshop in Leiden. Dimes is the Jean Monnet project, diversity, inclusion and multidisciplinarity in European studies and is funded by the Erasmus Plus program of the European Union. I'm here with Julia Schöneberg from University of Kassel and Sarah Deputte from Ghent University. Hi, I'm Sarah Deputte. I'm a postdoctoral assistant at the Center for EU Studies and a lecturer at the Department of Political Science at Ghent University. My teaching and research focuses on EU development policy and its relations with countries and regions in the global south more generally. And I've done research on coordination of EU development assistance, the Europeanization of member states' aid policies, EU cooperation with ACP countries, and on the interaction between the EU's development policy and other external, external policy fields such as trade, migration, climate change. Recently, for example, together with two colleagues, I've done interesting research on the politicization of the migration development nexus by investigating parliamentary uh, debates on the EUTF, so the Trust Fund for Migration. And this has also spurred my interest in the role of populism in challenging the so-called hegemonic development consensus. So in my research, I've always tried to take critical and pluralistic uh, approach. I've also performed field research in several sub-Saharan African countries in an attempt to overcome Eurocentrism. But it's also uh, more recently that, uh, and that's thank partly thanks to Julia's relentless promotion of post-development, that I got inspired by this more critical uh, post-development perspective um, to approach EU development and the EU's relations with the Global South more generally. Yeah, my name is Julia Schöneberg. I'm a postdoc researcher at the University of Kassel in Germany. I have a background in sociology and peace studies, um, and I've now I've moved more and more into critical development studies, especially from decolonial, post-colonial perspectives. So yeah, as Sarah says, it's, it's basically what I do. I do post-development. Um, I look at um, also a little bit at social movements, resistances, um, and all um, and, and um, also at um, decolonial approaches to knowledge production and pedagogy. Um, so my, my research focus is currently towards uh, two things. Um, first of all, I'm involved in a project um, which aims at reinventing development theory, which is um, I admit rather ambitious, um, but the aim is to, to theorize post-development. Um, so um, what we want to do with this project is to provide a, a theoretical grounding of post-development theory. Um, and the project is such uh, departs from the position of um, skeptical post-development, which is in opposition to the, to the more um, neo-populist uh, variant. Um, and we take into account, um, as Sarah said, also Eurocentrism, um, the question of um, epistemic power asymmetries, of colonial legacies, um, and at the same time, um, of course, acknowledging the need and desire for greater global material equality, um, the mitigation of structural injustice on all levels, on the local, the national, the regional, and the, and the global um, levels. Um, and the second um, um, po um, focus point um, I work on is um, the question of how knowledge, knowledges, I should say in the plural, um, is gener generated. Um, and I struggle to critically interrogate and explore um, how we can, as scholar or as scholars, um, contribute to truly transformative um, processes of knowledge, not only production, but 
um, if you want to avoid that word, cultivation maybe, um, of dissemination and then eventually of, of um, policy and practice. Um, so how I view research is, um, is basically as something like discovery work, um, which is essentially never neutral, but always socially relevant. Um, because I believe there's no way to do research on, on development and, or in global justices and all the issues related to that um, without actually taking a clear stand and um, taking side. So um, I try to put my research into practice and, and vice versa. So be, I, I view myself as some, something of scholar activist, I guess. For me, it's, it was always this, um, because um, a lot of the decolonial critique, a lot of what, what is um, summarized as post-development um, is very theoretical. There's a lot of deconstruction of, um, of power, of representation, of all the asymmetries uh, connected to that. Um, but the question is, what then? So there's the critique, but you know, what's the what's the alternative? Where comes the construction? Um, so I've been trying to um, looking a little bit for okay, what? How can we make this critique practic practical? So how can we actually apply it? Um, and and where? So I've done some research on um, how international NGOs. Um, try and build solidarities rather than projects, um, how they kind of try to subvert um, the, the asymmetries and the hierarchies, the, the rules of development that are existing. Um, but I was also wondering how that would work on a, um, on a larger institutional, organizational, or even you know, national state level. Um, and that's uh, why I found it particularly intriguing when um, when uh, Sarah and uh, Jan Orbi from Ghent University contacted me um, saying they would be interested in kind of trying to find um, ways of departure where we could apply this theoretical critique to the study of the European Union. Yeah, I can also say why uh, this is interesting for or how I became interested in, in, in the topic that we cover in, in the paper. So, uh, like I said, in my research on EU development policy the EU as a development actor, uh, I've always taken a critical approach, uh, for example, by um, unraveling power dynamics in development cooperation, uh, looking at the role of interest or ideas or identity in EU development, or uh, trying to overcome a Eurocentric perspective by conducting field research and taking in the perspective of developing countries or also, for example, by arguing against um, the current challenge in EU development, so the, the instrumentalization of development aid for purposes like migration, um, security, uh, economic interests. But this criticism is not questioning the very notion of development as such, and this um, realization that actually we were criticizing within a certain more prudent uh, margin, um, I, I think this realization that we the very notion of development underlying um, all these more superficial challenges. Um, yeah, we realize that by um, taking the perspective that Julia offered to us, uh, and, and of course it's not Julia alone, but the whole field of uh, post-development, and, and um, yeah, so that really helped us to move towards such a more fundamental critique and that puts all these more superficial challenges into perspective. Yeah. And how did you come together? Like, how did you find each other? Did you know each other before that? So, did you knew about like diff 
you, both of your researches? Or? I think one year ago, exactly one year ago, Yulia, Jan, Orbi and I, we met together in Helsinki as uh, Yulia organized a panel at the Development Days conference in uh, Finland. Uh, a panel on post-development alternatives to development and that's where we first contributed with um, a paper on the end of EU development, so mm -hmm. provocative uh, title and uh, that's where we coined our ideas on how we could connect post-development to the field of EU studies for the first time and um, that actually was the, the beginning of um, a collaboration that has now um, been quite mm -hmm. intensive for the for the past year so uh, we also had a reading group in our research center on post-development uh, so after the conference we we kept on discussing it but then we found it was time to invite Julia to our university uh, for a full day workshop on bridging post-development and EU studies um, and so after at the end of that day, I think we just uh, said, why don't you come and stay for a longer period than other universities so, university, so that we could really start collaborating and, and, and even co-creating um, mm -hmm. and, and learning from each other. And I think that was a, a very, very good idea to do that because during this day, we learned so much from uh, Julia. It was a very... Uh, Good stay. <laughs> well, I think I think mutually yes, because I had the chance then to to be a research fellow at uh, at the Center for European Studies in Yent, um, and I think it what also made it very um, beneficial and fruitful for both sides was that we were kind of um, also pushing our um, respective uh, disciplinary boundaries and really kind of. Um, Sometimes, and I think we still do, trying to find common language and kind of clarify, even as we are writing this, this paper we presented today, uh, we kind of um, realized in the writing process that we had on some concepts we had different understandings. So we took a step back um, discussing, oh, okay, how do we, how do you understand, how do we understand that, and can we find um, um, a common uh, definition or common conception of that? Mm -hmm. um, and then, and, and, and I think it's, um, I really enjoyed um, kind of being, yeah, out of my um, disciplinary comfort zone, if you want. So, and it, it really broadens um, um, your own, also your horizon, also in feeding back to the, to the other work or the other research you do back at your own institution. Um, because you, yeah, you get stimulated by other, other thinkers and other work and um, other perspectives on, you know how the world can be seen because there's never a single story so it's always good to be exposed to different stories so you can make sense of it yourself so um, I think that was um, yeah very very beneficial and very fruitful um, so on that note <laughs> um, how does your research relate to the dimes project um, like basically overall well I think it's I exactly that so mm -hmm. we're kind of trying to push out of the boundaries and trying to um, approach the bigger picture beyond you know EU studies beyond IR beyond maybe even political sciences um, and really try to to grasp um, you know how why is I mean if you really want to ask the big question why is the world as it is and you know what can we Essentially, we all want to make the world a better place. We want to understand what we can do um, to to bring bring forward positive change. Um, so, um, 
yeah, I think by, by mm -hmm. kind of pushing these boundaries, um, pushing these this disciplinary frames of thinking, maybe or um, I think this is this is one step we've been trying to do. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I think specifically the post development and the insights of post development and the specific concept of the pluriverse can be very relevant for the Dimes project um, for us specifically uh, how we approach it in in our paper uh, for us it was very useful uh, to think about the fact that um, we should not when talking about the EU's relations with the global south and EU development policy we should not only focus on the EU's role that it has vis-a-vis -vis other countries but also look at what the EU at the EU's own uh, historic trajectory, the, the, the own diversity within the EU, the EU's own different views on uh, development um, uh, that exists. Even though we share the same paradigm, um, there is a lot of diversity that we tend to not see. And there's also a lot of things that the EU could do um, to, to, to tackle inequalities within the EU, for example. Um, and so that's also one thing that we learn. And in terms of uh, what it could do to rethink these relations with the Global South, um, yeah, like I said, uh, showing that real challenge underlying many more superficial challenges uh, lays in the problematic um, conceptualization of, of development itself. I think it showcases the, the diversity of issues that essentially all feedback um, to, to a couple of questions. I mean, we've had uh, discussions today about uh, about climate, um, about about trade, about cooperation. Um, and well, I think, yeah, um, in a way, what the Dimes Workshop has done today, and what I found really good, is that it already does one first step to overcome Eurocentrism, and that is to provide or to facilitate more interactions between scholars from the global south and from uh, Europe to give access to uh, scholars from the global south also. But um, overcoming Eurocentrism in the field of EU studies cannot stop here and I think it's um, it requires a lot more. It's not, an, not a thing that can just be fixed. Uh, if we would say that, then we would um, also fall into the trap of uh, thinking that overcoming Eurocentrism can be helped by just um, fixing something, so it's a more structural problem, I think. Uh, so it's about acknowledging um, non-Western views of um, of development, acknowledging non-Western views of, um, of 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 society. Um, it's about um, fighting the structures in academia. Also, it's about fighting the um, the politics of publishing, of uh, citations, of um, access to conferences, who gets access and what is knowledge, what is not knowledge. So, um, and I think this is uh, a long way to go still. I mean, I guess in the course of today, we've, al we've also talked about a lot of the difficulties that are, for example, attached to academic publishing, to research funding, etc., that keep perpetuating these asymmetries. Um, and I would always like to think that, you know, as an as an individual, um, especially um, in a non-permanent position and in a precarious academic job market, you always feel a little bit powerless. Um, but when like putting force together in a network, I think there's much more um, 
force in or in in the voice in, in in saying well you know this is this is actually not it's counterproductive the way um, research is produced the way research is communicated and as a network of many um, we we can make a much more powerful um, statement to to counteract that somehow so I would always um, view the strength of a, of a network actually as yeah giving giving force um, to demands and not um, you know asking individuals um, having to stick out their necks um, yeah true completely <laughs> <laughs>